At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We begin our number two, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here at Circus Sportsbook in fabulous downtown Las Vegas. Now, Wes Reynolds, last I left you and we left you here in the network and went to a break. We come back, and we were, had a share for the lead, but then Matty Fitz just three-putted. So he is now one back of Scotty Scheffler. We mentioned that everybody was excited about Willie Z. He did make that convert that short birdie to get back to three under par. So now we have the outright leader, Scotty Scheffler, at six under par. We got uh, Matty Fitz at five under par, and then Willie Z at three under par. Mm-hmm. Nobody's at four. If I told you right now, what is the winning score at the U.S. Open? I got to think four might get it done. And then, look, Scotty Sheffer could keep playing this unbelievable mm-hmm. round of golf that we're witnessing mm-hmm. right here. But I do think trouble, a bad moon is arising. Yeah, I would agree. I, I would go five. And right now, Scotty Scheffler minus 150 to get this done. And now minus 135 because he is short on the par five eighth mm-hmm. here. It actually just barely missed the green. Then it rolled. All and I mentioned this back. week in the write-up, these greens, if you don't hit them just right, these balls will roll off the green. So Scotty Scheffler has got a pitch. And Uh-oh. that's going to roll back, and that may stay on the green, but it is a rolling. So. It's go- I don't think so. It's heading Wes. toward the fringe, and oh there it goes. You've got to be kidding me, America. This is exactly what Xander Schauffele, if you had a Xander Schauffele ticket like I did, you saw this three times yesterday. Yeah. That ball was almost at the middle yeah. of the green, but because of the Boy, spin, it's, it's rolling right. It's rolling right to him. him. It might go past Scotty Scheffler, where he just hit from. That that oh. reminds me, Dave, and I and I, I'll give the G-rated version here. There was a there was a show I used to watch back in Indiana with our, our great basketball coach Bob Knight. Yes. He did a golf show with the IU golf coach Sam Carmichael called "Golf Your Way." And if you look at the YouTube. NSFW, not suitable for work, so put the headphones <laughs> in. But they're doing the outtakes. Somehow outtakes got leaked of this show. Oh boy. And he hits a shot, just like Scotty Scheffler did. And he said, that's right, MF, roll back down here. And it rolled right back down to Scotty Scheffler. This is now his now, fourth shot. What a great shot. Now, that's a good shot, and he's going to look like he's going to save par here, but certainly a missed opportunity if he can get that up and down. That was his fourth shot there from the fairway. Scotty Scheffler now minus 110. Matt Fitzpatrick plus 175. Fitz, of course, one shot back, but a pretty narrow gap for one shot in a major championship. And then all of a sudden, Will Zalatoris gets cut to 750. He is third outright at 300 par as we're going to look
look at John Rom to try to say par. He almost snapped that iron in the middle of the fairway, and that's old Rombo. It we know is. he can have a temper. Out. And nice par. Yeah, say. he's going to be calm now because I, I do believe he has matured. He showed his maturity last year no when doubt. he double bogeyed Saturday on 18. Was three back. Birdie 17 and 18, the first guy to do that and win a U.S. Open since Tom Watson did it, I believe, at Pebble Beach in like the early 80s. So John Rahm now 12 to 1, but he is four back, tried with Joel Damon, and then now they're showing Rory McIlroy. He is it. one under par today. Decent shot here, so could get up and down. Rory McIlroy, by the way, 40 to 1, so... He's, uh, you know, him and Joel Damon are kind of hanging on the periphery of contention here, but they better get something going and get something going. You had to bring up uh, last year's U.S. Open because yours truly had some tickets on one Louis Oosthuizen at Mm -hmm. 75 to one pre-tournament, 50 to one. And I thought, I'm going to cash this ticket. And this is the point Mm -hmm. about live in-game wagering. Mm -hmm. Not so fast, kids. Crazy things seem to happen at major championships like we just witnessed at the PGA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we're going to be in for a bumpy road. And that's why, again, yes, Scotty Scheffler, I- I've already put him in the Hall of Fame if he can win this thing. But I don't think six under is going to be it. Maybe five, but mm-hmm. I think it's more real- realistic to four. So I'm watching some of these guys that are getting ready to finish. And by the way, props to two guys. One, Adeki Matsuyama, and two, Colin Morikawa, mm-hmm. who's putting together a really nice round of grow. He shot a 77 no, no, yesterday. No, and he's very early in his career, so that shows some character. It's like, I didn't give up, you know, even though I had a bad day, I'm going to be a pro and I'm going to go back out. We've seen Rory McIlroy already do that twice in majors where he's kind of off the pace here. And boy, Will Zalatoris, what a shot. That almost went in the cup there for Will Zalatoris. Now Brian Ortega is just standing up and cheering. Brian Ortega is in a very good mood right now. And so am I, because look, I have Will Zalatoris as well. I have him, Fitz, and Rom pre-tournament. And I gave that out, of course, in the point spread weekly column and bet those accordingly but you know stay in it you know don't give in you know you're going to make bogeys out here that's right this is the u.s open i don't you're not going to go bogey free in the final round you're probably going to have a hiccup along the way as uh, matt fitzpatrick does land his iron shot but on the mm. other side of the green so he's got a long two putt there to go ahead and try to stay at five under that's not his best effort uh not what he wanted but will zalatoris uh maybe getting to four under par and making this a three guy event uh, as our guy jeremy wingle oh what jeremy Twitter, say i'm back Back in, baby. I'm back in. We are back in. God, we, we are living and breathing this stuff. Uh, I'm sorry, folks, if you're not golf betters. If you're uh, not, you should be. You, you need to embrace the grind and you need to embrace the pain. That's what it's all about. That's On a why major we do Sunday. this. Uh, exactly. And speaking of embracing the pain, I almost had some pain. One of the props I did play was David Lingmurth, low Swede at 9 to 2 plus 450. Shot seven over today, finishes at 10 over, but does beat Sebastian oh Soderberg by one shot. So I'm at least going to cash that prop. David Lingmer. He was leading the United States Open not too long ago. He finishes 10 over. Yeah. I mean, remember uh, MJ Duffy had yeah. a three shot lead on Friday? That's what you see in these majors. These wow. guys, and I believe Duffy going to finish like top 30. He is a uh, six over par, is where he finished. So a lot of these guys, Callum Terran was kind of a day one wonder. He finishes at six over. So now I turn. 
return to my uh, low Australian, and I'm going to chop that. Mark Leishman and Adam Scott going to be the low Australian at plus two this time. So uh, they'll beat out Minwoo Lee, so I at least chopped that. So we got something. But nevertheless, we are back with Wolves Alatoris here, and uh, we're doing we're doing the Happy Gilmore. I know we're getting to the movie segment that uh, movie bro Brian Ortega, our That's producer of this next. program, is going to plan. But, you know, this reminds me a little bit. Now, now I'm Happy Gilmore with that little caddy at the Waterbury Open where they're kind of jumping up and down <laughs> instead of like where he's strangling him and slamming his head against the ground. Yeah, I absolutely love it. So uh, the Willie Z backers are back again about plus 450. I'm seeing right now Matthew Fitzpatrick still the second favorite. Uh, Scotty Sheffield, the small betting favorite here. But you that- just got one of these. From Scotty you, know, you know, I would say, oh, that's a disappointing par on a par five. What but a great based on, five. But based on how we saw this whole play out, that is anything but a disappointing par. Scotty Scheffler is four under. If he just pars the ninth, you're going 31 on the front. On a major On a U.S. Sunday? Open Sunday? That that's incredible. You know, maybe he is built different because I've I said, hey, I think this guy's good and I think he's going to be a long term regular winner out here. But I don't necessarily want to say that as your guy Hideki Matsuyama now at two under par and tied for four. So clean card. He's still got he's still bogey free. He's got four birdies today and he's got a par five on 15 or 14. Rather, if he can steal one. Post three or four that's, under. That's an, that, again. When that's all you can ask for, right? And I think what you, the exercises here, and again, that's why you, you got to check out uh, points spread weekly and certainly in the daily email that you put out, uh, and you update these things before the final round. You got to look at at majors. I would not do this and advise this on regular tour events, if mm-hmm. you will. But on majors, identify players that have won mm-hmm. before that know what they have to do because they're not playing for top tens. They're playing for to win. So that's why Rory might take himself out of it, mm-hmm. or he could do something sensational like what we're seeing Hideki Matsuyama do. He's four under for his round, and I took him at 250 to one because mm-hmm. he started the day six shots back, and Justin Thomas was seven back when he won last month of the PGA. So that's why you take flyers. I would never advise big chunks of change here, but pizza money, as you would call it, yeah. and see if you can find that player that might have that low well that, that pizza money if you cash that that's oh, going to be uh, uh, a steak down here at Barry's <laughs> downtown prime behind our studio uh, that'll pay for uh, a couple of those you might want to treat your co-host to that if I that comes what, through if for Matsuyama you. comes through you and I are going to a steak all dinner. right absolutely uh, by the way Scotty Scheffler did par and Will Zalatoris uh, did make birdie Fitzpatrick very good lag there, so it looks like he's going to be able to clean up for par. Okay. He is still going to trail by one, but now Fitz and Zalatoris, that being the final pairing today, they are about to go to that par 5 eighth. Got to take advantage. We'll see if uh, Fitzpatrick can go ahead and clean up here at 7, and he does. keeps that. Actually, didn't have that flag stick in this time. He wow, usually he does. he took that flag stick yes. out. I've never yes. seen him do that. But you know what? You know when I look at Matt Fitzpatrick, he's not a very big dude. He's no. not 160, 165 pounds. Certainly bigger than the picture I posted when he won that U.S. Amateur back in 2013 when he was probably about 95 pounds it looked like wow. but this is a guy that hasn't put on a bunch of weight and bulked up and somehow has found distance in his game I mean you can look at this guy it's like he's not yoked he's not on the gimmicks here he just no. happened to find something uh, you know maybe with his equipment or just you know good old fashioned hard work and has found the dif- distance because to see that guy and look Justin Thomas is also another guy not a very big guy that can hit it a mile so that's what these guys 
guys are doing now, this young generation, and that's why you're seeing these guys. And maybe that's why you're seeing some of these guys go to that live tour because they can't compete with these kids. No, they're getting their butts kicked. No question by, about by it. these guys. And there's just, and there's more and more every single year that are coming out here that you know aren't very big dudes that are just smoking it off the tee that are deadly accurate with the irons. Like look at Will Zalatoris <laughs> hits it to six feet on five, ah, wow. hits it to two feet on six, and then hits it to like about maybe six inches basically on seven for his approach he could have hold out and maybe just been one off the lead uh we've got about a minute to go before we go very quickly Matsuyama now is 35 to one remember started off the day 250 to one could I interest you in Rory now at 70 to one he's five off the lead but again we talk about players that could just turn it up another notch and that will go for it because mm-hmm. he's not playing for top tens right. is that a number that entices you or do you just say you know what he's just too far off the pace yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on the yep. ladder here because he has putted great all week well, but if you look those numbers are going to regress. And you've certainly, I think, seen that a little bit with Rory McIlroy today. He putted so great on uh, on Thursday and Friday, and then Saturday came a little bit back to earth. Look, he's putting damn well today in round four. I think he's gained like 1.7 strokes putting, but, but it's been the irons. He's losing about a stroke on his approach, and that's not a recipe for a comeback. Not at all. So we'll keep an eye on what's going on with the United States Open, but when we come back... Movie Quote Sunday and how it could help you make some money, maybe in the futures market. We'll explain when you come back with us right here on Eason, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. 
Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America right here on Vison. And boy, oh boy, oh boy. No matter how good Willie Z hits it, my guy Hideki Matsuyama, Scotty Scheffler mm-hmm. is just a bulldog right now, and he's had a yeah. great start to this round. Still has the, the outright lead. Don't be deceived, by the way. They're showing the recap. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, did he make did another, another birdie? <laughs> yeah, they're Recapping showing a recap a of, front of, the front, of the front nine here where he was four under heading into the knife. So, uh, you know, I was hoping. I was like, oh, my God, is that live? Did he stiff another one? I was no. like, please tell me that's not live. A, gl- a glimmer of hope, though, for the because uh, we're looking of all over the place at the different events and mm-hmm. the college baseball, major league baseball, uh, the race now over in Canada. Max Verstappen, yet another win here Ooh. for Team Red Bull. He is pulling away in the points chase. So we'll get back to the United States Open, but we do want to do movie quote Sunday. This is going to be a lot of fun, and also hopefully a worthwhile exercise as you kind of look at what teams did maybe in this off season, mm-hmm. how we can get some uh, good uh, entertainment in there, and also possibly look ahead to what might happen this year. So. In this segment, we're going to play a movie quote and decide which NFL team in their offseason matches this quote. Brian Ortega, play quote number one. Stroking the fire! (laughs) (laughs) It's a simple one. It's Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. Wes Reynolds, I know what my answer is. What is yours? Which team showed their player the money? This offseason. Well, I don't know if this is an obvious choice, considering I don't think anybody considers them a contender. I think they consider them to maybe be an improving team, mainly with the head coach, that being Doug Peterson, ah. a Super Bowl winning head coach now at Jacksonville. So I think that that team is going to be better. They're not ready, I don't think. Not that the Colts and the Titans are world beaters, but I don't expect Jacksonville. I know our colleague Femi Abebefe kind of likes them as a dark horse on the yes mm. to make the playoffs. And look, there's certainly some value because there's like 13 teams in the AFC that can make playoffs that you would probably list before the Jacksonville Jaguars. But if you look at the money that they spent, $72 million for four years for Christian Kirk, uh, getting him to come from Arizona. Uh, Three years for Brandon Scherf at just a little bit less than $50 million to help stabilize that offensive line. Ola Kuhn, the linebacker, three years, $45 million. Darius Williams from the Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams, three years, $30 million to play corner. Uh, Fatu Kazi, the defensive tackle, I might have botched that pronunciation, but nevertheless, he comes from the Jets. Three years, $30 million. Zay Jones was here in Las Vegas with the Raiders. Three years, $24 million. Uh, so you look, and they've been spending Arden Key, another guy that they signed yep. as well. Evan Ingram, who they signed. So in terms of the total contracts, $267 million. Now, I don't know if it's going to be much of an impact as like the Chargers or the Rams with some of their re-signings, but they've certainly showed the most money by far. You know, and Jack, that's going to be a very interesting team this year because, again, we feel like we have an adult in the room. We've seen what a difference that's made in Major League Baseball this year with the Metropolitans. The over there is six for Jacksonville. It feels like a big jump to get to seven yeah. if you want to play it. Minus 120 to get to six. But I do. you mentioned that with the money that they've spent, you expect the second-year quarterback out of Clemson to make a big leap, and now he's got pieces around, around him. That's an interesting team. I was going to go with the L.A. Rams. That's a very good one. And because you look at Aaron Donald now, the highest paid defensive player in the history of the game, you look at Cooper Cup, and I don't know where Les Need is coming up with this money, mm-hmm. but he's coming up with it right now, and he's making some moves with the cap. So I look at the Rams, I see 11-1 to 1 here, and their odds to repeat, kudos to you, you had them 
uh, preseason last year to win the Super Bowl, and you cash that ticket. So that's pretty darn impressive. I don't know if they can go back-to-back, but it's not from a lack of effort of spending money. Les Need is certainly doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And and look, r- immediately after the Super Bowl, that's how quick you know things changed. There were stories leaked on social media that's like, okay, is Sean McVay going to retire right. and go into TV and going in the Monday Night Football booth? Aaron Donald was like, maybe this is my walk-off, and there was speculation he's going to retire. And then these guys realized... Hey, we really enjoy winning. Hey, we've got a franchise quarterback still with some prime years in Matthew Stafford. So, you know, let's try to run this back and maybe retool and get a little bit better. And, you know, we like winning these Lombardi trophies. No as, doubt. Uh, John Rahm, by the way, is uh, now bogeying here, I believe. Oh, no. uh, I believe he's on the uh, ninth hole, or is he on the eighth hole? So he is going to fall to one under par. John Rahm was the guy of the three that I had there at the top of the leaderboard that I thought, okay, he might be the most sure of the three to win, but he is absolutely struggling. I was right there with you. I would have picked Rahm. I didn't bet him today. Again, took this extreme long shot here in Matsuyama, but we'll see how that plays out as Scotty Scheffler holds on to that one-shot lead. Back to movie quote Sunday and how it might correlate with an NFL team coming into this season. Let's play quote number two. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're damn right you can't handle the truth. Who and which team I think goes after the moniker of you can't handle the truth? Because Wes Reynolds, for me, I'm looking right in the mirror. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can't handle the truth, Dallas. Who are you? Are we going to be a running football team? Because Mike McCarthy says this year, now they want to run the ball. Is that because they don't have Amari Cooper? They didn't want to pay him $20 million. They let him go to Cleveland for a six-round draft pick. Am I going to play the over 10 wins for the Dallas Cowboys? Are they going to be the first team since 2003 to repeat as NFC East mm-hmm. champions, going back almost two decades to when the Philadelphia Eagles did it? I don't know the Cowboy fans. And Jarrah, as much as I love Jerry Jones... Can they handle the truth, Wes Reynolds? Right, right. I, I think that's a very good one. And now Philadelphia, of course, emerging, I think, is the kind of the trendy pick and yeah. the challenger. I like what the Eagles did in the so draft. I. I like what they did in the offseason. I think that that's going to be a very good race there in the NFC East. And I'm going back to kind of the definition of the question that it will be a tough season. A tough ah. season does not necessarily mean it's going to be a bad season because I think there's a few teams in the National Football League that know that they're going to be bad. I think the Atlanta Falcons probably know that they're going to get be bad mm-hmm. i i gotta think reality maybe has set in in seattle that they are going to be bad i'm saying tough season like a tougher than expected season okay. i'm going to go with one that people are going to scratch their heads at can i guess yes bengals no uh, that would be a good choice though that would be a good choice but i'm going with the team that the Bengals actually beat twice last season oh. that's the kansas city chiefs oh. i think the kansas city chiefs are kind of like They get the respect because it's like they've just been there. They're kind of like Duke and Kentucky in the NCAA (laughs) basketball futures market where it's like, doesn't matter what they have. They're always going to be 8-1 to or 10-1 to or really short prices to start the season. You can probably throw Gonzaga in that mix too. But I think Kansas City's got to realize every single team in that division got better. No doubt about it. The Raiders got better. The Chargers clearly got better. The Denver Broncos got better. So if you're Kansas City – you know, you lose you lose the cheetah, Tyreek Hill, but and I know you have Mahomes, and he's one of the best in the business. I don't think that that's changed no. here in the offseason. Andy Reid's a future Hall of Famer as coach, but you've got to incorporate new guys in the offense now. You got to incorporate Juju Smith Schuster. Mm-hmm. He is new in Kansas City, and different guys have to step up a little bit. 
The offensive line needs to stay healthy. The defense, we know that they're the essence of bend but don't break. And sometimes the levy breaks there, especially back in that secondary. So if that's going to happen, look, you got three teams that are going to be able to throw the ball very well. And that's the the Chargers with Herbert, Russell Wilson with Denver, and of course, Derek Carr here in Las Vegas. I love that pick of the Chiefs because it could be a tough season ahead and see if they can handle the truth. And certainly the AFC West. One more to go on Movie Quote Sunday. Brian Ortega, take it away. My father taught me many things here. He taught me in this room. He taught me, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. I mean, if the Godfather doesn't get you, Michael Corleone, (laughs) uh, I wonder which team you think that uh, pertains to. And I will say this, that Brian Ortega, our producer, led the witness today because he said this in the rundown. He said, the answer is Aaron Rodgers in respect of to Jordan Love. And if it isn't, change my mind. Mm-hmm. Are you changing his mind? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Keep your friends close and your enemies. Yeah, I find close. it hard, actually, because I think Green Bay, look, they still have 12, so it's like they still have the chance and they're listed as a favorite in the Central. But I think Minnesota is kind of the team to watch in that Ooh. division simply because Kirk Cousins, Casey 8 as you lovingly call him, yes. Casey 8s in a contract year. And now he's got a coach that's an offensive coach, that being Kevin O'Connell, who is the offensive coordinator for the Rams. He is now the head coach there in Minneapolis, St. Paul, in the Twin Cities. So I think Minnesota is the team to watch. I think the Bears and the Lions still rebuilding. Bears, a new coach, new general manager. The Lions, you know, still trying to add some talent, and they've got some deficiencies on that roster. But Green Bay, you know, can Aaron do what Tom Brady did, where it's like, I don't necessarily have star receivers. You know, Valdez Scantling, by the way, now in Kansas City. And, of course, we know Devontae Adams is right here in Las Vegas with Derek Carr. So can Aaron Rodgers lift those guys up kind of like Brady did? So... I think, um, you know, I can't really disagree with uh, Counselor Ortega leading the witness. And, and again, I'm with you on that. They're over under their totals 11. I played it last year. I'm not playing it this year because I worry if Aaron can get his young second round right. receiver up to a Devontae Adams right. level. That's a big ask. We got changing things going on at the United States Open. We'll discuss with some new numbers when you come back with us right here at least in the Sports Betting This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today, you're going to get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want that full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America right here on VEASAN. Very cool to have Derek Stevens, the owner-operator mm-hmm. here at Circus Sportsbook, pop in with his son, Sammy. Yeah. Nice to see father-son he, he, on this He told us uh, he was uh, going to be flying out, actually was arriving on Friday evening and, you know, spending some time at Stadium Swim. Uh, uh, stadium, not a bad way to Stadium do it. Swim, by the way. Boy, that'd be... Uh, we should relocate out of the studio How there right now so we can sit on uh, some nice little lounge chairs and watch the uh, U.S. Open outside. That, of course, being broadcast, as are all the baseball games. And uh, one baseball game that has absolutely changed on 
on a dime, fortunately for me. Maybe I am going to win a bet against the Yankees. It was 8-3, to by the way. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez with a grand slam. Boone leaves the left-hander in against him and got made to pay for it. Uh, Aroldis Chapman, uh, just uh, a rough inning, too. And then they left the lefty in there. And now it's 10-8 to uh, here in the bottom of the seventh. I took the Blue Jays at close to about $1.50. So uh, what happened earlier, actually, uh, Chapman grave up a grand slam, too, to Gurriel in the bottom of the sixth. And now a three-run jack for Teoscar Hernandez. 10-8 Blue Jays. Wow. Yeah, Blue Jays, you know, and this has been a good team this year, 37 and 28. And it seems like, man, they're such a disappointment because all of a sudden you look and they're 12 games back of the Yankees, 49 and 16. I know, you know, we talk and we always talk about this, uh, certainly in the Lombardi line each and every week. We have Will Hill, the king of New York on, uh, does a great job with the city cast here at VEASAN and with the Pulse of New York. Araldis Chapman is a real concern for mm-hmm. Yankee backers. Like, mm-hmm. look, you go, you know, kiddingly, you know, print those World Series tickets. My brother's in New York. He's right. like, you better come out here for the Subway Series. What's happened to Araldis Chapman? Is it confidence? Is it the actual fastball? Isn't yeah. what it used to be? Is it just age finally showing itself? By the way, that wasn't Chapman. I got to correct okay. myself. He is not gone, but he, it is a concern. I think the point is still very valid yep. because all of a sudden uh, the Cuban Missile is not the closer anymore nope. in the Bronx. So, you know, that's something maybe, you know, it's tough to really find faults in a team that's 49 and 16, that's hitting the ball, that's hitting home runs. Aaron Judge would be the MVP, I think, of the American. American League today. The pitching staff has been very good, although uh, Severino, you know, he, he scratched that Thursday start due to illness. He was kind of okay today, but mm-hmm. by and large, this pitching staff with Cole and with Nestor Cortez and Jordan Montgomery, Severino and company, the starting rotation's been very good. Yeah, it really has. So again, right now, 10 to 8, Wes Reynolds might be buying me a steak dinner with this comeback down A3. Blue Jays. Yeah, every time you cash a bet against the Yankees, an angel gets its wings, apparently. So not a lot of angels, though, recently with uh, the way this bunch has been running. No, absolutely not. By the way, the Twins, we talked about that game. They're up 1-0 right now on Arizona in the second. Milwaukee holding on to a 6-3 lead right now against the Reds as they play the top of the night there uh, in Cincinnati. Aggies also up 7-5 to five and still batting here in the bottom of the fifth. So a loser-leave-town match, essentially, Ooh. between the Longhorns and the Aggies for Omaha. Somebody's going 0-2 and packing at home. I know our guy uh, Wyatt Huskins, one of our crack production Staff here mm-hmm. at Beeson, uh, big Longhorns guy was wearing that burn orange yesterday when I was down there with Femi at the South Point. So uh, he's not a very happy man right now. But not uh, right we, now, it's all fun. Like when we monitor <laughs> our cruise bets because now they get yeah. in the betting and we see Brian Ortega excited. Our guy Jeremy Wangle. Yep. We're back in it with Will Zalatoris. So. And you are back in it, by the way. Yes. He's only two back. Now, he's back of two players in Scotty Scheffler and Matty Fitzpatrick as Willie Z plays the ninth hole here. His approach is going to come up uh, pretty darn That's good. That's a pretty darn and, good approach oh, from where oh he was goodness. from 203 out of a pretty a nice, deep cut of rough. He's going to have a nice birdie look to try to get this to one back. Hideki Matsuyama, my extreme long shot of the day, who began the day 250 to one. He did not make birdie in the last par five on 14th. That mm-hmm. could be a, a death nail for me. But again, as an extreme long shot, all I was asking for him to do was get to three under yeah. somehow and then see if the leaders can come back. 
Kudos right now to Matty Fitzpatrick, two under in his round, and Scotty Scheffler, four under on his. But Scotty Scheffler is going to have a long par save here mm-hmm. on maybe the hardest hole on the golf course. That's 10. And Fitzpatrick is on here in nine and two, so wow. he at least is going to have a birdie putt. Like, that's probably about 20 feet. But nevertheless, uh, you see all the approach guys, especially Scheffler and Zalatoris. They were the guys last 36 rounds that were, you know, in the top three of the model, basically. And the iron shots have been terrific for these guys this week as uh, Denny McCarthy got, wow. does what Denny McCarthy does putts. and he rolls in putts. And the, Denny McCarthy, for by the way, for those that don't know, comes from my, my old stomping grounds in the DMV. So props to him, too, for a guy hanging around now. He's still four off the lead as he gets that birdie to go. We mentioned uh, Hideki Matsuyama, who's trying to give it a go here. And it looks like he's going to uh, snake this one right up. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good approach here for Matsuyama. You know, on there, this is a guy that hits more good shots that look like bad shots. Boy. Because if you ever notice how he kind of takes his arm off the club yep. and the backswing, and he's like so pissed about it, it's like, dude, you hit it to within 15 feet. That's a hell of a shot. Pretty darn good. So the chaser's still trying to put pressure on him. What I mean by that is, can some of these guys early on get into the house at three, four under so that the leaders know what they have to shoot to at least be in this thing? Right now, it feels like a three-horse race. That could change, but right now, Scheffler, Fitz, and Willie Z is going to have a nice look at birdie. We'll keep updating the United States Open as those numbers change. I don't know what's going to change in the Stanley Cup final because I'm a Tampa Bay backer, and right now, that ticket not looking very good. I took that when they were down 1-0 mm-hmm. at plus 225. Now that number for the series price is over $4 after what we saw yesterday from Colorado as they absolutely put a hammer job, yes. 7 nothing on Tampa in Game 2. Now the venue switches back to Tampa for Game 3. But the number, even for Game 3, is almost a pick em. Mm-hmm. Is this thing over? Is it dead in the water for Tampa Bay backers? Or, as they say, whoever they are, a series doesn't begin yeah. until somebody wins on home ice. Nothing is over, I guess, till Tampa Bay decides it is. There but it, it might is. be the avalanche that's deciding. <laughs> Basically, uh, what I saw last night took the under six. And usually when a road team loses in the Stanley Cup Finals, Usually you see a lower scoring game there in game two. You did on the on the Tampa Bay side, but not on the Colorado side. They kicked the extra point. What would they send the uh, the barefoot Rich Carlos? There you go. Remember from him Denver. from the Denver Broncos Absolutely. in the eighty? The the single bar on the yeah. helmet. By the way, I missed the single bar on the helmet. I guess now because you know the concern with safety and head injuries and whatnot. But I like the single bar helmet. That's kickers. fantastic. Mark Mosley won an MVP. Yeah, Raphael Septien. There you go. Cowboy all those Greg. Donald Iguaybuke. But I'm going to name all these kickers. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let me get back on task here. I apologize for that, guys. Uh, but uh, Tampa Bay, yeah, 110 here. And I'm seeing some places minus $1.05, minus $1.06. I don't know if I want to go in on Tampa Bay. I got to do a little bit more digging. Now, I do kind of lean, even though it burned me last night, I might go back for seconds on the under at six. And we're starting to see a little bit of movement to that, by the way. Mm -hmm. Six minus 120. And that begs the question, because Tampa Bay's only chance to hang in this series, I think, is to kind of play how they did against the Rangers, albeit Colorado so much better than the Rangers offensively. I mean, the Rangers Rangers couldn't score on five on five at all. That's they could right. score on the power play, one of the best in the league, but 
that's what Tampa Bay's got to do. I mean, they got to try to clog the neutral zone. They got to try to, you know, pay the price, stop pucks, and let Vaz made some saves. They can't give Colorado free reign. Uh, they can't give him free reign to drain lawn putts Whoa! like uh, Will Zalatoris just did. That is a birdie at nine. Thank you very much. Whoa! Scotty Scheffler, by the way, did bogey yes. at, at uh, I believe, uh, I believe on number so 10. So we're tied right? at second now for yes. Scotty Scheffler and Will, Willie Z at yes. five under par. And Willie Z... I, look, I'm giving kudos to guys like, you know, Matsuyama, Denny McCarthy. How about Willie Z, who early on this round was going south, and he was two over par. He's brought it back to under par. He's mm-hmm. made three birdies coming in here as he finishes the ninth hole with that birdie. And he's now at 500 and just one off the lead of Matty Fitz. Willie, Willie, Willie won't. Go home. I forget. I actually forget. I know that song, but I forget the artist from the 60s. But Willie Z, absolutely wow. in in effect. So, But nevertheless, keep in mind, Matt Fitzpatrick now has a birdie to he get a right two-shot lead heading into the back nine on and Sunday. He's going to miss it. And just he's going to miss it just to the right side, Ooh. about two feet coming back. So Matt Fitzpatrick, though, nine holes away from not only winning the U.S. Open, but his first event on American soil on the PGA Tour. Matt Fitzpatrick, a little interesting trivia nugget. Mm There have only been two players that have ever won the U.S. Amateur and the U.S. Open on the same golf course. One was Jack Nicklaus, won the U.S. Open and the U.S. Amateur at Pebble Beach. The other on the women's side was Julie Inkster, who won the U.S. Women's Amateur and the U.S. Women's Open about 22 years apart at Bandon Dunes in Kansas. Matt Fitzpatrick trying to become the third on that very exclusive list. Those are two Hall of Famers, Jack Nicklaus and Julie Inkster, so that's pretty good company. He, of course, did win here in 2013 as a very small 19-year-old kid at Northwestern. Man, he looked like he was about 13 in that, but he is playing like a grown-ass man right Mm. now as he's nine holes away from winning the U.S. Open. We'll update the United States Open. Obviously, we're going to get more on the Stanley Cups, and we're also going to talk a little college football and some win totals when we come back here. But again, this live betting market, United States Open, Scotty Sheffield was the outright favorite. Now, all of a sudden, it's Matthew Fitzpatrick. This is stressful, but this is a hell of a lot of fun. It sure is. Come on back. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences on Sunday. You can place a $25 one-game parlay on any MLB game, and you're going to receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport, regardless of your bet's outcome. Log into your account, download the app, and sign up with BetMGM to get a $10 free bet to use on any sport when you place a $25 one-game parlay on any MLB game. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is now with jobble free bets or set credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. You are chuckling, sir. Well, you could tell these guys now know it's game on. Back Ooh. nine of the U.S. Open, a major championship, and trying to get their first major championship and first win on American soil. Will Zalatoris and Matt Fitzpatrick, both in the fairway on tee number 10, just barely kind of cleared that primary oh. rough on the right side. And look, when, when you like it, when you like your tee shot, and you like when you back somebody, mm-hmm. and they hit that tee shot, they don't even look at it, they just just pick, pick up, up the tee and move on and march forward. Will Zalatoris and Matt Fitzpatrick were both staring those tee shots down like, eh, well, is it going to make it? Is it going to make it? So are everybody that bet on these guys, by the way. So uh, they are in the fairway, not in the deep stuff here. Is Scotty Scheffler uh, currently on the 11th oh, hole? Boy. He's got, you know, about a seven-footer That's here a knee for knocker. And this, these are the holes yesterday that really gave Scotty Scheffler a lot of problems. Now, look, 10 – is the hardest hole in the golf course. And that's where Fitzpatrick finds himself right now. As Scheffler lips, lips out, out on the right side. Brian that Ortega is, is you don't root against golfers. I know. I know. Brian Ortega, we don't have the camera on him, at least for we the need audience. One. We so, need one. Yeah, absolutely, because we're trying to stay cool and no sell it. You know, that's what, that's what we do as bro- trained broadcast professionals, we're, we're professionals, Dave Ross. You know, you got to no sell it on the air as your heart's getting ripped out. Like uh, when uh, Ralph Wiggum gets told on The Simpsons that Lisa Simpson doesn't like him. And, I hurt Bart, you. and Bart slows it down. Is like, you could see where his heart gets ripped out. And he goes. <laughs> Because that's how you feel when when you lose some of these, and I've lost some of these no on the air. Doubt. I've been triumphant, and I've had it uh, kicked in the short hairs a little bit as no, well. So, I, but Brian Ortega, he does not care. He is openly like, "Yeah, baby, all is Missed fair. That putt. All is fair in love and gambling. That is for sure." Yes. So right now, uh, Scotty Scheffler is going to make a bogey. Sportsmanship be damned. There it is. And by the way, so that's going to be back to back bogeys for Scheffler, I do believe, and this will drop him back now. Remember. I keep telling everybody, I know what the numbers look like now. Mm-hmm. I still think four is potentially enough to win it. John Rom, by the way. This is not going to be John Rom's day. No. He is not going to defend and go back to back at the U.S. Open. Just, uh, you know, just didn't hit very many good shots today. And no. he, he was the guy that I thought. Because it was like, okay, who do you think your gut tells you is going to win? And I said, well, I'm happy to have my Fitzpatrick and Zalatoris tickets as hedges, but I think John Rom is going to win today, just because we've seen it. 
We've seen and it before. And Matsuyama has just made a birdie. Now, as I am a professional, not cheering for my <laughs> guy, and he sticks that now, on 16. Now, he is going to likely, barring disaster here on the final two holes, he is going to likely be the leader in the clubhouse because he is through 16, so he is about several groups at least ahead of the leaders as Scotty Scheffler going to clean up for bogey okay. here. Four under par. That now drops the Scotty Scheffler to about 10 to 3 at BetMGM. Matt Fitzpatrick Whoa. plus 110. Will's Alatoris plus two and a quarter. Matsuyama all of a sudden 16 to one. And then you drop Denny McCarthy 50 to one. John Rahm now 150 to one. Rory McElroy 200 to one. They're going to need some miracles here if they want to be in this. Thing. And again, America, this is why I took a flyer on Matsuyama before the round began at 250 to one. Now, look, you don't expect those to cash. That's mm-hmm. why they're extreme long mm-hmm. shots. But there is. This should be a lesson that, especially on majors, that you can find these numbers that feel like too good to be true Mm -hmm. for world-class players. Mm -hmm. I thought about DJs the other guy, and I I shoot him off the list. He was about 200 to 1, Mm -hmm. and he did not have a good day. Justin Thomas, I thought about him, but the number was shorter. But when I saw that number on Matsuyama, a guy that can go low, bogey avoidance, as you've mentioned. Guess how many bogeys Matsuyama's made so far through 16 holes? Uh, Big fat zero. There you go. So that's what you try to identify to see if you can find those numbers. And this not updated by the way after his birdie at 15 but before that plus three and a half strokes gain putting on a Sunday for Hideki Ooh. Matsuyama. That is the best in the field, and that's going to even increase here as uh, Matt Fitzpatrick going to take his approach. Hand off the club, though, so that looks like that's going to be short, Ew. and that's going to be bunker. in the bunker. He got so, in the bunker. So not in the thick stuff, at nope. least, so probably better that he's not. All right, so we'll keep you updated on those ever-changing no- numbers at the uh, United States Open as we begin the back nine. We talked about the Avalanche and just how dominant they looked in mm-hmm. games one and two. Uh, and look, game one was overtime, but they still dominated the game for the majority of it. And even John Cooper, the head coach of Tampa Bay, said, you know what? They deserve to win it. We didn't. But clearly game two, there was no doubt which team deserved yeah. to win it as Colorado wins that game 7 nothing. How do you approach game three? The over there is now still at six. Remember, both games, four to three in game one, yeah. seven nothing in game two. So both overs have hit. Are we ever going to get an under in this series? I think we might here in game three. At least I'm going to test it once again. Didn't work uh, last night. Got yep. my hand caught in a mousetrap. <laughs> Seven nothing Colorado, by the way. So you're thinking, okay, are they just going to kind of play it out and maybe, you know, hit the puck back and forth, just clear the zone? Absolutely not. They get a free reign. They're going to go right at it. And, uh, Six, uh, basically minus 120 at BetMGM. I'm seeing even lower in some markets. I think Westgate Superbook minus 125 mm-hmm. right here at Circus Sports behind us, minus 125. So, you know, when you look at the screen, you could see at least two what I would consider sharper books that have, you know, some sharper clientele that bet there. And, you know, sharp, sharp guys behind the counter as well. Very good bookmakers. And they're leaning a little bit to the under. So I'm kind of with them sometimes. It's like, what does Lee Corso say? Someone knows something that I don't know, and I'm going with the someones. Well, the someones, some of the sharp bookmakers do like the under here, and it is juiced accordingly. I think it opened minus 120, so only like a couple cent or five cent move. But nevertheless, I am going to go under here. I think Tampa Bay, their only chance is to have this be a low-scoring game. I'm with you on they, that. I, I just, they, they cannot. They they, no, no, they cannot go up and down. I mean, you just saw Colorado how 
fast they are, that team speed. Because I think going in, you thought maybe the Lightning was going to have a chance at doing that simply because they were able to do it with the Toronto Maple Leafs. They were able to do it and dominated the Florida Panthers, by the way, swept them in four games that won the President's Trophy, best record in the regular season. So it's like, okay, they can handle offensive teams and offensive juggernauts. Not so far through 120 minutes of hockey. No, it has not gone well so far for Tampa Bay. So we'll, we'll see if they can get back into the series. But it does obviously come down to Game 3. If you remember against the Rangers in the Eastern Conference Finals, they were down 0-2. They lost the first two at Madison Square Garden. And they were down 2-0 in Game 3. But you mentioned the point about the offense, how different the, the offenses are between Colorado and, say, the Rangers. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just does not behoove them to fall behind the way they did early. Vasilevsky's yes. got to be better. Like, I think a lot of people said if Tampa Bay wins, he's going to win the cons. Because he's always so much better. We, what, he had that winning streak of like 17 in a row. It ended right. in the Rangers series, but it's like off a loss, Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, that was automatic that you bet that. Not so much anymore as lost, I believe, two of the last times that they were able to do that. But yeah, Vasilevsky absolutely has to be better. But the defense, I also know they have to step up too, and they got to be willing to pay the price. And that's what Tampa Bay has done. They actually led all the teams in terms of block shots and you got to get down there and block those shots so they don't get through the shots on goal through the first couple games just have been all one-way traffic for the Colorado Avalanche no question about it would you be apt to take a flyer on Tampa Bay at over four dollars here to to possibly come back and win this series if they Mm. can get game three I, I don't know, no. Dave. I, I just, I mean, I understand why people would want to do that because, look, this is the two time Stanley Cup That's champion. Right. So you're thinking, uh, you know, maybe, okay, there's some pride. They're not going to go quietly into the good night mm-hmm. here. So just looking, though, first game is 38 to 23, second game 30 to 16 for Tampa Bay in terms of uh, the shots on goal. So that certainly is concerning. But I do think they at least have one game where it's like, okay, they make a stand. It's like, you're not going to sweep us. We got too much pride. Uh, one quick update I yep. want to get in before the break because it's just coming across the wire. An update from the clubhouse with San Diego. Uh-oh. X-rays were negative. Okay. It is a left ankle sprain for Manny Machado, so not a fractured ankle. So at least some good news for San Diego Padre fans. As they say, the X-rays were negative, which is positive. Yes. So, yeah, it always confuses me. But that's good news, you, San Diego. You sound like uh, the guy, uh, the college basketball commentator, John Rothstein. He was doing that <laughs> phrase. Test negative, stay positive. <laughs> so that's what we're trying to do for San Diego. Certainly for the futures backers there waiting on Tatis to get healthy. And hopefully Manny Machado won't be out for very long. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick with a real class bunker shot on 10. He's going to have a, t- a par tester, but should, I believe, be able to navigate that. Will Zalatoris breathing mm-hmm. down his next. I believe he's got a birdie putt on 10. My guy, Hideki Matsuyama, is at 3-under, but he's playing the 17th. He's going to run out of holes. Probably got to post I think he needs under. to make at least one birdie of the two. Totally agree. So we'll keep you updated with those changing numbers, and we will talk some college football and some future win totals there. Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, 
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.